You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Friday, June 11th, and today we've got our friend Jenna Harner back on the show. We're going to talk about the Steelers wrapping up OTAs. The final practice was Thursday. They start minicamp next week. We're going to talk about some of the linebacker discussions that have been happening as Devin Bush and Robert Spillane spoke the last couple days. And that was pretty interesting. Then we'll dip into some Mika Fitzpatrick talk as he also spoke this week and give a sort of wrapping up feeling of where the Steelers are at out of OTAs. All right here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, which you can subscribe to on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So last Friday, we missed out on our good buddy and friend Jenna Harner being on the show. But not this Friday, because she's back in full effect here where our Fridays with Jenna. Jenna, how you doing? I am wonderful. I was going to say the uh, the people listening at home can't see me doing a little dance move here, but I'm <laughs> thrilled to be back. It was a long week without you guys. It was uh, it, indeed. It was a it was a long week without you as well. Um, and it's been it's been a long. Has it been a long OTA session? Because now the Steelers wrapped up their OTAs. Uh, even Angela from Steelers PR at one point, she was like, it's been a long week, guys. Uh, um, but, you know. That, but- was, that was in reference to uh, me after, because I was, uh, Brooke Breyer was called on for a question. And then she was going to call on me and called on Brooke again. Uh, and then she apologized. I was like, well, I feel that in my soul. So yeah. we appreciate you, Angela, for all that you do. And we feel all of that. Yes, Angela is amazing. Love yes. her and the Steelers PR department. They are right. such a big help. Um, but a, f- a few things that have come out of the last couple of days here, Jenna. We've had a chance this week to talk to Mike Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush, and Robert Spillane. Three guys that are going to cover the middle of the field for the Steelers a lot this season. And we just got Robert Spillane on Thursday. And we were sort of, you know, I've been trying to cross-reference what these guys are saying about each other because on Tuesday, Mika's saying, like, you know, when we missed out on Devin and, and Robert Spillane, we had nobody who could really cover at the linebacker position, and that put us in a bind. And when we asked that about Devin, and he was like, well, yeah, me and Robert, we're talking a little bit, and we're working on these things, and we want to do these things. And then Robert's like, well, yeah, but Minka is the guy who tells us what to do because he knows everything. And it's like these guys – you know, Minka got here two years ago when Devin got here in the like, you know, early in the season. Robert Spillane just got here when Devin got hurt. These guys haven't had much of a chance to 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 mesh, but it seems like, at least from their words, they are meshing here in OTAs. Yeah, we're hearing a lot just about the conversations that they're having, in particular between uh, Spillane and Devin Bush. You know, we heard Robert kind of talk a lot today just about how you know. They're working through walkthroughs together. They're communicating off the field. They've really been talking about this since like the end of last season. And they, you know, he feels that they understand each other's skill sets really well. And they're both so excited to get on the field together. I don't know about you, but being in that Zoom call, you could sense like Spillane's excitement. Obviously, we know, of course, Devin Bush, especially 
after his injury, after the way he went down last year, just how much, and Robert Spillane even said it too, like he's chomping at the bit to get back out there. But you could see Spillane get excited talking about the excitement that the two of them are going to be able to be out there, especially when they start really working through minicamp next week. That's the other thing with minicamps. So, so minicamp, for those who don't understand where it runs Tuesday through Thursday, this is still football in shorts, but a little more, it's, it's, it's mandatory. So everyone's got to be there. So this is a little bit different. Uh, than the voluntary ones that have been going on. But you also, you know, now that guys have kind of gotten a sense, we might see a little bit more seven on seven without the pads on. So it should be really interesting. And I, I believe all of us will be there to cover that as I, I, I believe I understand. So that'll be, that'll be exciting. But um, Jenna, one thing that we're getting a sense of here, you know, I, I've talked a lot about, you know, the importance of bringing Vince Williams back this year was big. Um, them drafting Buddy Johnson, everyone's excited for that, but it's, I mean, just the sound of it, it sounds like Robert Spillane is going to be the guy who lines up next to Devin Bush, the way that Devin talked about him, the way that Minka talked about him, the way that Devin, or the way that uh, Robert Spillane explained how Tomlin spoke to him at the end of the season. It, it really seems like the Steelers are saying like, hey, you're going to be the guy at least to start the season uh, to pair with Devin primarily because he can he can help cover underneath and they liked what he was able to put out this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we heard Robert Splane too, just kind of talk about how, you know, he's consistently working on getting better. You know, I mean, obviously all of these guys pretty much say that relatively similarly where, you know, they want to continue to improve. They have lots of things to work on. They want to continue to watch film and all of that. But, um, you know, I had asked Splane earlier, I said, you know, what are things that you do want to improve on this season? What do you want to see yourself do and grow? What areas do you want to see that from yourself? And he said, you know, well, coach Tomlin mentioned to me two things that he liked from me and said, Hey, I want to, you to keep focusing on that. So like you said, that really kind of seems to be trending in that direction. And I think we are going to see some good, really good chemistry between Bush and Spillane. They were so complimentary of one another. Of course, their teammates, they're going to be, but you could sense that it was that genuine sense of compliment where it's like, Hey, you know, he's such a good player. I just, um, so I, I, I don't remember who'd asked the question, but um, someone had asked uh, Robert, you know, how good can you guys be? How strong is this unit going to be now that you're all healthy or hopefully you're all healthy to start the season? Um, and he just was, he went on and on and on about Devin, you know, you know, at any time, any team that has a guy like this is going to be so talented, but we're lucky enough to have him on our team. You know, he was just so complimentary of Devin Bush in that way. And I think that those two are going to mesh really well together. We, I always keep referencing that Derrick Henry hit. That was like my favorite thing. Yep. And I obviously we were both in that zoom call as we mentioned, but hearing his story about that, I thought was the coolest thing where he was asked, you know, do you still talk about that a lot? Do people still reference that? Do people text you about it? Uh, and he was saying how it was such a special moment to him, not only because of the fact that it was on a third and goal line stand, it was Derrick Henry, who he called the best running back, one of the best that this league has seen in X amount of years. But the Titans were the team that cut him. It was his yep. first game that he was starting and his whole family rented an RV or a bus and drove down to the game. I mean, that in itself was just such a cool moment for him. And you could see his genuine excitement. And I think that's just going to be something that we see kind of him carry into the season was saying, you know, Hey, I am good enough to be here. I can be consistent enough to be here. I'm going to prove that I deserve this spot. And I think him and Devin Bush are going to play pretty well off each other. That, and that that's definitely 
where this is what this is looking like first of all it was really cool how he was like he was like i mean think about that if somebody you know if if a, if a team cut me and my first time ever starting the nfl is i get to play against you guys and i have a big hit on your best player and we win at the buzzer like that had to be that that's a seventh heaven type of moment for robert spillane but 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 to what you're saying you know the things that they're said that, they, that the steelers are saying about robert and the things that he's saying about what they're doing you know he talked about how even though him and bush can't really practice together because bush is still they still have bush kind of working on his own and not going at full speed because they're taking his time with his acl i mean you got to he's 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 devin bush you're not going to rush that um but he said they've been doing walkthroughs and that in while they're doing rock walkthroughs they're working on the communication and they and, and they've communicate on the field but he said they've also been communicating off the field about how their skill sets will mesh and what they can do so of course again all of this is talk all of this is just conjecture about what might be and it's football in shorts and we don't know what it's going to be like until the pads get on but these are all really positive things especially the other thing no injuries through all of otas at least that we know of yep knock on wood you know but that is definitely a great sign to just kind of see this team especially with the injuries that they dealt with last season guys like devin bush guys like zach fan are working through it and hopefully like both of them said they'll both be ready to go for training camp Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to Jenna about Minka Fitzpatrick. We mentioned a few things about him in this last segment, but there's still a lot more that I think needs to be said about what he's been able to do in this, in this, uh, in the OTAs. We'll talk about that right after this message from betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. The only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI in Pittsburgh. Now, Jenna, like I said, Minka spoke Tuesday, and I, I talked a little bit about him on the, on the podcast, but one thing that's kind of been illuminated more and more is that he is a focal point of this team, not just of the defense, but of the entire team. And, like, you, you see it from his play on the field, right? But Minka... We haven't seen him be the vocal leader yet. We haven't seen him take reins of the defense the way that Cam Hayward does when it, when you know when 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 push comes to shove and it's like okay you know who's going to step up and be like guys we got to get it done now. It seems like at least based off of what uh, what Robert Spillane has said, what Devin Bush has said, and what the other team, what the Steelers, has, what the teammates of 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 Maker are saying on the Steelers roster that he's becoming that and. Um, here's what Robert Spillane said Thursday 
um, at, at, after the OTAs wrapped up. He said, Minka is so good at what he does. Uh, he's back in the middle of the field, being a total cover guy, seeing the whole field. So when he comes and speaks to us, it's from his knowledge and ability on certain receivers' tendencies and route concepts. He has a real knack for the game and understanding what different guys like to do. And he's always trying to feed information to different guys. He's a leader from the, of, of the defense. We trust him and we believe he's going to give us good information. Uh, you know, that's, that's something that I think it's overlooked when people talk about what Minka does. Yes. He's a playmaker, but he is, it does seem like when he's out there, things are a lot more coordinated because that's who he is as a player. Yeah, that was funny because when we were getting ready to talk to him, I was just kind of brushing up and making sure I had everything, all my ducks in order. And I was reminding myself that this season is only going to be his second full season with the team. Yes, his first season here, he was with the Steelers, the majority of the team. But last year was his first full season, start to finish. And even then, they still didn't have the traditional OTAs. They still didn't have that traditional offseason because of the pandemic. So I think that is super fascinating to me just in the sense that this really is his first go around from start to finish off season to through regular season with the Steelers, which seems wild to think because it feels like he's been here for such a long time. Just again, like you said, the way that he plays the impact that he has on this game, but you even heard from him specifically regarding where he wants to grow his game. And he says he wants to step up in leadership. He wants to be more vocal I think he understands the presence that he has on this field The obviously, you know, Cam Hayward is such a leader of this defense, but I think especially in that secondary, I think he is a hundred percent that guy to say all of this and to be able to take control and kind of, like you said, grab the reins and say, Hey, you know, we got to bunker down here. We got to get this stuff. We got to do this to be that leader and take that role. And I think we're going to see a lot of progression from him in that area this season. I agree as well. And another thing to rem- that, that, that that points out to me, because, like, you know, when Minka first got, got here, I mean, he was just a second-year player in the NFL. He had just joined a few weeks before. When they played the Colts, and he had the pick six against the Colts in 2018. Um, and I, I remember the way Joe Hayden said, I jumped for the ball and thought it was a touchdown because I didn't touch it. And then I just saw 3-9 running down the field with the ball, and I just put my hands up because I knew he was going to get it done. That's the trust that they've had in him. But never in that time, because Joe Hayden to me, he's been the undisputed leader of the secondary. He's been the captain. Like when you attended training camps before the world shut down, like you'd see him in the middle of – of like of like the huddle you know whatever stretching and he's telling the jokes he's leading the stories he's being that guy um and you know that's who he's been and even this year he was sort of he was that he was that guy but now i wonder what it's going to be for minka because something that Najee harris said when someone asked Najee harris and there's that there's that alabama connection the crimson tide there where they come from the same system that nick saban and the way that they're breeded to to kind of just be like hey listen guys you you can be a leader but you don't lead before the actual leaders you got to learn to follow first Najee Harris when asked like a month ago during rookie camp about uh about 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 this stuff and he was asked like you know am I gonna be a leader do I want to be a leader sure but there's other leaders already in this team and I'm not gonna step over them I still gotta learn the playbook I still gotta learn what it's like and and Najee's the hot shot Najee has every reason to walk into Pittsburgh and say I am the prince of the city give me the key to the town everyone love me and everyone it does love him already but he's not using that to step over anyone as leader at least so far and minka has certainly done that over the last two years being an all first team all pro safety 
both years he's been with the Steelers and he hasn't used that to be like, this is my defense or I want the, the that ego hasn't come into play, but that's why I think it's so impressive that when he does step up as a leader, it's going to be so real. And I think it's going to be another level of Steelers leadership in the organization. Oh, absolutely. And just, I mean, like you mentioned, it's that Alabama pedigree. That's what Nick Saban does. That's why Nick Saban is who Nick Saban is and mm-hmm. why he has so many players in the NFL succeeding the way that they're succeeding. Because again, you see it with Minka. I have a hundred percent um, faith that we're going to see that type of style with Najee. And it's just going to be so fantastic to kind of just kind of see how they do develop as leaders. And if it's, you know, what Minka's leadership style is going to be exactly, is he going to a little bit lead more by example, but even we heard him again, say that he wants to be a little bit more vocal. So I think because of the amount of leadership that there is on the defense, again, you have guys like Cam Hayward, you have TJ Watt. I even think we're going to see some leadership come out in Devin Bush in that sense too. But I think from these guys, it's just going to be, how can we play off each other as well as we can? And I think that's one of the reasons too, Minka mentioned with O. OTAs, the fact that it's such a good thing. They're getting a feel for each other. They're understanding how they can communicate. There are some new faces. There are some new pieces. How are they going to mesh together? How are they going to work together? How are they going to be as cohesive as possible to get to the level that they were at to start the season and sustain that through 17 regular season games? And hopefully, I know as fans hope and the team hopes, of course, a playoff run. That's what, that's what everyone's going to be looking at. They want the playoff run. They want the leadership and knowing how to respond in certain situations. That's often where leadership steps up the most. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to give some parting shots on what Steelers OTAs have been, where we think they are headed into minicamp. We'll do that with Jenna right after this. But first, we're going to talk to our friends at Build Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. Here with Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, the, um, with OTAs being done, one of the most questions, and you've been on all the Zooms, one of the questions that they get to ask the most of the Steelers this whole time has been, hey, what do you guys think about how people are saying X about you or people think that Ben Roethlisberger is this ranked quarterback? And we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. We, you know, at one point someone said, national on the national media that Najee Harris wouldn't even start till week eight some people have been saying right right Jenna's like laughing in the background here you can't see on (laughs) don't mind me laughing at that yeah it's just like crazy things like that and Mike Tannenbaum came out this week and said oh Ben Roethlisberger's the the worst quarterback in the AFC North all these different things that, that continue to get said 
the Steelers, when we ask them these questions, they never say, no, I don't hear that. I haven't heard them. They, but they, but then they, they say like, you know, Hey, we're, we're focused on what we do, but it does seem that this team understands that they, despite going 12 and four, despite winning the division and hosting a playoff game last year, they are being looked at as the over, they, they're the, they become the overlooked team. They, they're under the underdogs. They're under the radar. No one's, no one's saying, Hey, it's going to be the Steelers and the chiefs or the Steelers and the bills or the, or the, no one's putting them in, even in the final four. They're like, ah, they're an afterthought. I, I, I think, especially after the, they're, they're, they're coming out of OTAs healthy. This is a team that this is only going to help them build while they're working on these chemistry things and getting an offensive line and getting, you know, finding the new guys, in the secondary to start. This is only going to help them form those bonds that could build the core that they want to have for the next few years. And I think it's just been so interesting hearing them talk because they're the first to admit there were problems last year with things, but they're addressing these problems. You know, we're hearing guys on offense talk about, yeah, we didn't run the ball well. That's why we're working on X, Y, and Z throughout OTAs. You know, I just love the way that they're talking about um, their, uh, the offensive line coach and running backs coach, just how, you know, intense he is. It's coach Clem, if I'm I'm correct, right? Yes, Adrian Clem. Yeah. Yes, Adrian Clem. I was, I'm messing up names. I You're left and right, so I just always err, err on the side of caution there. But <laughs> um, you know how we're hearing just the intensity he's bringing. They're all admitting, you know, we had problems in this area. We want to fix this. We hear this not only from Ben Roethlisberger and Najee Harris, who hasn't played a snap with the Steelers yet, but we heard this from Mason Rudolph. We heard this from other guys on the offensive line. You know, this is something that they want to fix. They take pride in wanting to fix and on the defense we hear about them you know we can be better we can be better a defense that for the most part of last season was pretty solid so you hear that and I think that they know that people are saying negative things about this team of course it's hard not to hear it some of the guys don't have social media but they hear these things and for them they're like all right we're kind of flying under radar we're going to come out and prove to you this season who we are right and and that i think that drive could really motivate this team and not that you always need motivation you know chuck Knoll said if i have to motivate you i'm gonna i have to i'm gonna fire you uh that was one of his catchphrases of the 70s but um I do think there's there's still that sense that you know there's a reason why the patriots did this every year you know, you know, Bill Belichick, Mark, Tom Brady, they'd be, they'd be like, why not us? Or it's everyone's against New England. No one believes in us. For everybody believes in y'all every year. Like, like, stop yeah. it. Like, no, the, every, every year, someone picked the Patriots to win a Super Bowl for the last 20 years before Tom Brady left for, for Tampa Bay. And then he went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl with them. So, like, just stop playing it. But that that level of thought, that, like, that hunger that I have to prove someone wrong. That is something real and tangible in sports. And mm-hmm. it's something they, they, they don't have to even really work to tap into now. It's going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to see it from so many of these guys, especially guys that, you know, in their minds may not have played up to their potential or guys that were hurt last year. Again, I feel like we can't overstress the health of guys like Devin Bush, the health of guys like Zach Banner, what those additions are going to bring to this team. And again, you never know what happens with injuries. They could lose somebody early on in the season. That could be a big detriment, but 
coming into the season, hopefully relatively healthy, not only do you have so many weapons at your disposal, but you also have players with that little extra chip on their shoulder that will carry this team, can carry this team a long way. Absolutely. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. And it's not, we're not done talking to these players we're, we're going to have coaches available, players available at a uh, Steelers mini camp, which starts this upcoming Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. I'll be there with uh, DK Pittsburghsports.com covering that with Dale Lolly. Um, so check us out there. Jenna will be there for channel 11 doing the doggone thing, making sure that, uh, that, that they're getting it covered. So we'll be keeping you abreast of that here on the locked on Steelers podcast. Keep it here with us. We appreciate y'all for listening and we appreciate Jenna for coming through all the time and talking to us and giving us her insight on the Steelers and the NFL. Jenna, thanks so much for being here as always. Please let people know they can find you, follow you and get more of your work. Thank you so much as always for having me. It's always a pleasure. And also, can I say that I am hoping and praying next week we get to talk to quarterbacks coach Mike Sullivan because my God, I have so many things I need to ask him and I need to get him to say something that Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan would say (laughs) because that would just, I think that would break the internet. Like, you know, you know, we're just focused on the day ahead. We're focusing on the task ahead. We got to play within ourselves. I need, I need that from the Steelers, Mike Sullivan. I really do. I really do. Steelers quarterback coach Mike Sullivan is, and it's crazy how they call him Sully and it's like, stop, 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 stop. There's all your, your, too, too many of these guys, too many of these guys. Um, brain hurts. This might break my brain, but I'm here for it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, uh, Instagram at Jenna underscore Harner. Um, and on WPXI, we got a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, with all the Steelers OTAs, we'll have a bunch of coverage of mini camp next week should be a really good time for sure. Absolutely. Um, if you can find my work on DKPittsburghSports.com, where I'm covering the Steelers, pit football and pit basketball. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter critiques. Um, also, if you're enjoying the Locked On Steelers show, please do two things for us. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. And if you are subscribed, please help us out with a five-star review with a positive comment. Doing both at the same time really helps out the program, really gets our name out there. And for doing it, you get a shout-out at the end of the show. We gave a shout-out just yesterday on the show for the most recent five-star review. So definitely do that. Thanks again for listening. We're headed out to the weekend. We hope that you have a good weekend. Be back in your ears Monday talking here 